Hello, and welcome back to Masks and Misfits. I am Jasmine, your GM, storyteller, or whatever the heck you want to call it, joined by Abby. Hemocrit. Eli. Whisper. Ashley. Sure shot. And when we last left off, our heroes, well, yeah, trauma, our heroes learned about something called the inevitability. And Hemocrit saw a vision of the teacher from way back when and warned her, uh, gave her a warning. And uh, then Luke, well, (laughs) I'm getting ahead of myself in the flashback. Then Luke was revealed as Helix uh, as he attacked Taserfist in the park, presumably to bring him back to Rook Industries. And Hemocrit has completely uh, annihilated Helix. Uh, Helix is still alive, but in tremendous pain and agony. And uh, Whisper has unmasked Helix. So uh, we're going to start up whenever our emotionally wounded cast members are ready. Uh, right at what happens right after uh, Hemocrit does this to Luke. I think Whisper walks up and puts a hand on Hemocrit's shoulder and says, We have to go. Now. Uh, I ride up on my bike. Uh, Hemocrit is just like like getting up and she's like, she's still holding her brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whisper's holding his side and gets on the bike and looks at Hemocrit. Follow us. I've got a place we can go. And just she 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 can't speak right now, so she yeah. just nods. And he directs sure shot to a safe house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um it's basically a like fifteen foot by fifteen foot room. Mm-hmm. There's a cot, there's a mini fridge and a hot plate and some Extra gear, but mostly just, like, food, money, identities. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a a go-bag version of a room. Stuff mm-hmm. you'd have in a safe house. Yeah. As as you leave to go to the safe house, uh, you see, because uh, Luke is still conscious, uh, you see his expression shift from the, like, stone-cold expressionless to obviously the horrible agony and he he no longer appears glassy-eyed at least for a little bit and uh he just says ellie what what are you doing and then as he says that uh his eyes then go glassy-eyed and he just lays there again still alive but not in too much pain to move Mm-hmm. essentially um i think when we get there whisper just you know put him on the cot mm-hmm. uh and just starts removing his costume to mm-hmm. dress his wounds mm-hmm. i think whisper has a lot of experience yeah first aid he uh, just kind of stops and watches for a bit then like you know as whisper starts ra- wrapping him up it's just She's kind of like 
like scrunches like uh slides down the wall and just like curls on the ball and just starts there's no noise which makes it worse she just she start just starts crying mm-hmm. you just um, hear gasping you do see as you remove the suit um there appears to be a lot of not only uh, electronic wiring on the underside but also um from your experiences with other mystic heroes there's some um arcane writing within the the suit itself um, is the suit like plugged into him in any way or is it is it does it just seem like the suit is both magically and technologically protected it it more looks like to, to your eye it more looks like the the setup of the suit is to be able to steal and utilize um, all kinds of powers. And it is a combination of magic and technology that allows that to occur. Uh, it's not like physically plugged into him, uh, but you do see there are some uh, faint uh, scarring where the wiring and the runes cross on okay. his skin. Not not enough to like be permanent, but enough that like it's like having a bad sunburn, basically. Like maybe it does plug in, but it's not like it's a port Correct. or something. Correct. Okay. I'm gonna go and comfort and support uh Kima Crit. Alright. Let's see what the rule looks like. <laughs> Eight. Alright. They hear you. They... What, do, what does the comforting look like? I'm going over and giving her a hug. Yeah. I'm just rubbing her arm. You know, just basically being like, it's going to be alright. Yeah. Just just that, like, fully pull her into a hug kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Hemocrit, you can clear a condition of your choice. Probably would be guilty, since I, that's what you had marked last time. Yeah, that's the only thing I have marked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So close to a ten. I think this is the moment when you guys hear the click as Whisper manacles Luke to the cot, mm-hmm. which is bolted to the floor. Mm-hmm. He just kind of like looks over and goes, don't you think that's a little overkill? I mean, no. He did try killing okay. us a minute ago, so maybe not for right now. All right, I'm going to... Uh, actually, sure shot, you're better equipped to look at this suit than I am. <coughs> God damn it. I take the mask off and, you know, walk over to the sink. That's because there's not, no bathroom, but there is a sink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just spit blood into the sink, put the mask back on. As, uh, I'm going to go make sure that Taserfist and Nightingale are fine. You two stay here. No one knows where this is. Whoever's watching, probably watching, won't know anything as long as you keep your masks on and don't use your names. Okay, we kind of understand that part. You don't have to say that. Hemocrit's just kind of like... Still kind of catatonic. She's just nodding. Yeah. I don't think Whisper says anything. Yeah. In response to Sure Shot, no. you just kind of 
There's probably the moment where it seems like he's gonna say something, and then he just walks out the door. Yeah, mm. um, she's Hemocrat's kind of crawled up by the door, but as he passes, she just kind of reaches up and like wraps her hand around his wrist and just heals him, like not even really thinking about it. Just like I think he gets real s- still when that happens, like he has to fight the instinct to strike Hemocrit for grabbing him, like that that fight instinct mm-hmm. uh, and then he just leaves mm-hmm. yeah she's not expecting him to like say thank you or anything yeah. she's not even really thinking she's just like oh he's her I need to do something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah he's kind of functioning on autopilot right now yeah I guess my question would be what does sure shot do with the suit what are you currently doing Analyzing it. Okay. Um. Yeah. You have some of your tools with you, and I does your safe house have like a little collection of like tools and stuff? Yeah, basics. I I don't think um just like a magnifying glass probably would do it. And some picks, just basic stuff to repair very basic equipment. Mm-hmm. Like Whisper knows how to open up and tinker around with like a phone, mm-hmm. and he would probably have equipment to do stuff like that. But he's not. He doesn't make his gear. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, th- okay. that's not something he's really... Mm-hmm. No, Like, he understands how his gear works, mm-hmm. but he doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Tatiana, with your knowledge of mechanics and technology and with the rudimentary tools that are here, uh, as you examine the suit, um, you realize very quickly that the the way that this suit is made the way that the technology and the magic is integrated within it allows for the user to uh, steal powers from other individuals temporarily but to also save that power uh within the suit for future use so the powers as far as you're able to tell and also with Hemocrit knowing Luke personally, uh, the powers appear to be coming from the suit itself. Mm-hmm. At least the ones that he stole. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you're able to determine unless you have other questions. Is there like, does it look like it's sending that type of information elsewhere? It doesn't appear to but on looking for that, you do notice that it does have a camera attached to it. Uh, however, that camera appears to be currently unoperable. Hemocrit probably overloaded it. Mm-hmm. Whisper is going to check on Taser Fist and Nightwolf, mm-hmm. but he's not going to, like, he's going to check by finding them mm-hmm. and observing them. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to. Um, head back but i i think his issues with how the fight went mm-hmm. he's just feeling the need to be a little destructive mm-hmm. so he is going to take the stems out of three out of four tires oh, from a parked police cruiser mm-hmm. uh while they are inside mm-hmm what the fuck? While they're inside? <laughs> it's not a challenge otherwise. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. 
Yeah. Um, it's here to cause to cause mischief. Well, so and part of that is that one of the moves that I have as a reformed is when I perform an act of victimless vandalism or mischief, mm-hmm. I can clear a condition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm still afraid. Mm-hmm. But I'm not feeling as insecure mm-hmm. about what's been happening. Yeah. So you you roll up to the um basically the off highway vehicle that the police have for the park, and there there's a cop there and he's sitting there, and he's he's just writing field reports. And you walk by and take the air the the valve stems out. And he's like, hey, and then you just keep walking. And he's like, God, damn well, it. I, I do it. Oh, without them even noticing. Yeah. So he's just looking at his reports, and then he just hears it as like you're he already kind of looks up as the car he's in just starts to yeah tilt. exactly and you're already long gone and he goes what the heck the the low tire pressure sensor just oh yeah yeah off. yeah why is this happening yeah it's pretty much um uh, yeah and you, no you do three out of four tires so the insurance doesn't cover it exactly mm. um yeah you see that taser fist is okay he doesn't appear to have taken any major physical damage but he you do see much like how Hemocrit had when her powers were stolen the first time. Um, he's like manifesting little tiny static uh, sparks of electricity. Um, which similar to like if you're if you're if you've generated enough static that you can actually see the lightning bolt, but it's tiny because I have done that before. It it hurt. Um, <laughs> You can also do it if um, you're in a particularly dry environment mm-hmm. in the winter, mm-hmm. at, uh, in the dark, because mm-hmm. that used to happen in the shanty mm-hmm. uh, a lot. I would move, like, adjust the comforter mm-hmm. and the static electricity. I'd get these tiny flashes mm-hmm. of light because it was dark. Yeah. I did that That's to myself cool. one time when I was a kid and eat and need myself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, he he's freaking out because... His powers are still there, but they've been significantly diminished. Although you know from previous experience with Helix that they'll come back in like a couple days. And Nightingale is a lot better since she got healed by Hemocrit. Um, she is is basically in the process of comforting um, Taserfist about what all happened and like apologizing, like I should have known. You know, we could have handled this better giving pointers on what to hap- what to do if this happens again, that type of thing. All right. Yeah, I mean, after all that, I'm going to head back mm-hmm. to the safe house. Mm-hmm. So while Whisper is heading back to the safe house, Luke is still conscious but unresponsive. I'm assuming that Hemocrit is processing. Yeah, she's she's doing her best, but she's... it's. Kind of slow going, like, eh, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything else you or SureShot would like to do before Whisper arrives? Um, she's would have scooched over from, like, she was kind of curled up by the door. She's moved over to the car and just is kind of sitting on the floor by it, just kind of holding, like, Luke's hand where it's handcuffed. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, like, you know. You, you go to hold uh, his hand by the handcuff, and he instinctively like for a second reaches out to to hold you i need to know if you accept she she just kind of grabs his hand and he's he's gently holding your hand but he still seems to be out of it it's more of instinct than anything oh yeah then she's just 
she's just sitting there, mm-hmm. kind of holding his hand. And Whisper mm-hmm. returns to see this. Taserfist is having a similar reaction you did, but he and Nightingale seem fine. Do we know anything about this suit? Um, we know that it steals, you know, obviously we've kind of seen it in action. It steals powers of folks, so it's not actually like, it doesn't appear to actually be his ability. And um, it also stores it in its memory, so it can use it at another time, too. Um, and it does have a camera attached. Don't worry, it's inoperable at the moment, though, so. Inoperable is in broken or inoperable is in not on right now. Broken. Yeah, it's fried. Okay. It to clarify, the camera itself is intact, but it seems incapable of sending a signal at this time. Sending or receiving. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh and it's also turned off, so it's both damaged and off. Did yeah. I see like if there was a company that made it? Was there a logo Ooh, on it? A anywhere? maker's mark. <laughs> huh? A maker's mark. Yeah. Um, for this, just because I feel it's important, I would like you to make a dice roll. Okay. This is gonna be I guess it's gonna be Assess the situation is what we're gonna be doing here. What does assess the situation use? Uh it is superior. Okay. But I'll just if you succeed, I'll just tell you. I'll give you more information if you succeed with uh, 10. Yeah, I did get a 10. Okay. Like, right on. So you see, um, and you will get a plus one on acting on the answers, because that's part of that. Um, Do it. If you make a dice roll to act on the answer from this, you get a plus one. Nice. On whatever, you know, you end up doing. At least, like, for the first time you do it. Um, So you, you do spot a maker's logo it is almost impossible to notice it's a very very fine thread uh, and it's it's hidden amongst the wiring and the arcane runes but with the magnifying glass and with your archer's eye for detail you see a uh there's like a there's like an ivory discoloration mm-hmm. and it's in the shape of a rook and the other bit of information that you get from that is this suit appears to be like absolutely cutting edge. Like there's nothing, there's nothing in Rook's portfolio that any of you are aware of that indicates that they could make something like this. But very clearly, they have their mark on it. Mm. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is they probably got outside help to make it like outside blueprints but mm-hmm. then they manufactured it or as we've seen in the past they have projects that aren't on the books mm-hmm. we wouldn't mm-hmm. know about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, i'm much more inclined to think that this is rosa rook made this mm-hmm. yeah yeah um since she's supposed to be the real brains behind the technological side of things mm-hmm. yeah and now since the former ceo's in jail she's now in charge of the whole thing yeah i think i'm moving his head around a little bit mostly just trying to see if i can find any malformations where like a chip could have been implanted or incision marks or things i was i was waiting on that 
So, in the base of the skull, right where the spinal cord enters the uh, the the skull cap, basically, um, you feel around, and there is a hard spot that's not supposed to be there. That's half an inch, maybe by half an inch, and you do know um, now that the suit's off that. He he does have um, prosthetics that were made, but unlike yours, these are made to seamlessly blend together. Um, so it, it very much seems like... I can tell they're prosthetics yes. because my prosthetics are top of the line to begin yes. with, but the average person probably wouldn't notice. Yes, and and these don't appear to be... Like, I feel like yours are more, like, military-grade, like, better strength, better toughness type thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I could probably block a blade mm-hmm. with my prosthetics if I needed to. Mm-hmm. Whereas these are, they're top of the line in the sense that they're designed for um, concealment and that function identically to a normal biological human yeah like my my prosthetics don't enhance me at all but they Mm -hmm. are significantly tougher than my regular limbs would have been whereas these appear to be essentially regular like flesh substitute type stuff which is why hemocrit didn't notice it earlier yeah what didn't how did your brother afford these uh prosthetics so you do know that rook uh paid for his operation Rook paid for it. Uh, I'm going to actually call Nighthoof. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get a hold of him to be like, we need to see Dr. Cross now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, he replies and he says, I could try it. That's not a German accent. Whatever. He says in a German accent, I could try... Give me a second. And he, he hangs up on you. And then he calls back in like five minutes. And he says, I got you expedited. Whatever you're doing, whoever you're bringing, um, bring them to... Uh, he gives me an address. Yeah. It's basically like, it's it's Blue Cross Memorial Hospital. All right. Which I'm is the practice that Cross owns. fully unmanacle Luke... Mm-hmm. But I am just gonna manacle like his wrists mm-hmm. together and his ankles together mm-hmm. um, to make it hopefully more difficult. Well, the power thief stuff was from the, the suit, suit, so yeah. mm-hmm. make it more difficult for him to run off if something's happening. Mm-hmm. I imagine Luke is not a big guy. Nah, he he so. could run if he if his feet weren't like restrained, but. Yeah, that's pretty much. And also, it. like, he's still kind of catatonic. <laughs> yeah, he he's very much still out of it. And in fact, at this point, um, because you took the suit off and the damage that was dealt, yeah. So at this point, um, the sort of glassy, unfocused eyes uh, go away, and he's he looks like he's back in control of himself, and uh, he just says, "What." What happened? And then he goes to, like, lift his hands up to, like, hold his head. And, but he can't because he's manacled still. And then he says, oh, God, my head hurts. I remember just 
and then he just he he stops and he's like, I don't. Why do I not remember? Well, we'll ask that question later. And I do the like Batman thing, just like hold this capsule in front of him, and it sprays a mm-hmm. a mist into his face, and he, and he passes, passes out. out. Yeah, he McCreed is just like okay, and just picks him up. It's basically just powdered Valium. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't Your make anything like better. Fuck. <laughs> the, the, this this just opens up more questions. Mm-hmm. And you all make it to Cross Memorial Hospital. Uh, Luke is unconscious, uh, sleeping for the entire time. And uh, as you enter, immediately uh, you see Cross is there. He greets you. He is uh, not wearing his costume at all. He is wearing his regular doctor's, uh, you know, jacket. Um, he's not in scrubs because it's not. He's lab not a, coat. He, he's not a surgeon. Is that the word you were yeah, lab for? coat. Um, but he he. I too love to see the doctor's jacket. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a lab coat, right? Yeah, yeah, it is a lab coat. Yeah, it's doctor's just... jacket's a lab coat. Anyway. <laughs> My my wording's not wrong. It's just needlessly <laughs> complicated. Wordy. So, um, yeah. Um, he's like, uh, Nightwolf called. Come on. And he leads you into uh, his office. And he lays Luke down on the, uh, the, the table that he has, the exam table. And he, uh, he looks to all of you and he says, Nightwolf was light on the details. Can you explain? Explain to me what's happening here. I, you know, move his head to the sides. He's got some kind of implant mm-hmm. there at the base of his skull. He was being controlled by someone, probably can be controlled again. Mm-hmm. Rook paid for these prosthetics. And he was wearing a suit that allowed him to steal and catalog powers. Huh. Okay. And, uh, Am I missing anything? No. Yeah. So, so Cross will walk over to a a cabinet, pull it open, and he'll he'll pull out bits and pieces of his uh, costume gear, and then he'll pull out a a, a metal like um, basically first aid kit, um, but like a combat first aid kit, and uh, he'll walk over and he'll look at everything and go, hmm. All right, let's uh do this i guess and he'll uh, hit a button on the on the um exam table and it'll it'll turn into like a surgery theater like the whole room will change from like a, a meeting room to like an actual um you know operating theater and he'll look at the three of you and go for sterility reasons even with the gear i have it's you know better safe than sorry i'm gonna have to ask you to step on the other side of the curtain while i do this it'll only take like two three minutes tops and uh, he'll close the plastic sheet curtain and he'll do his thing. Um, and sure enough, in about... It, it takes a little longer than he estimated. Um, it'll take about five minutes and then he'll wrap up and the whole room will convert back to how it was. And uh, you see that all of the the little injuries that Luke had have been healed. Just because Cross was like, while I'm at it, I might as well. And um, he is in the little tray where they put the foreign objects they take out of people. Uh, you see a sanitized computer chip. And they'd be like, well, I guess this is what you want. And he'll hand it back to you. I, I hand it over to SureShot. Does this thing mean anything to you? What does it look like? It, it is 
it, it looks like a neural implant. It is a square, probably half inch by half inch computer chip that appears to be made to embed into the back of the spinal column. Presumably to take control of motor function. Mm-hmm. Like he's in there, but he can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cross will actually say, I don't have um, any kind of scanning equipment here, but if I had to guess, this um, chip, in addition to what uh, you've guessed, and he points to um, Hemocrit, my assumption is that it also would impair memory as well. And he'll point to like a couple spots where it was linked into him as his justification. Damage to the memory centers of the brain mm-hmm. on the scan. Mm-hmm. But um, other than the physical trauma that he's endured, which I have healed to the best of my ability, he's going to need bed rest for like a week. But other than that, he'll be fine. Physically, at least. What? When were his surgeries? And that I'll leave up to Abby to answer. Um, like last year, he had been part of the reason uh, I started, he came down and uh, I started doing the hemocrit thing about three months after his uh, post-op because he was still, he was uh, still getting used to the, to his knee. They hadn't done his arm yet. All right. They figured they'd uh, give him time to like relearn how to walk before uh, they added an arm, uh, fix his arm. So, what's our next move? We just take him back to your place and go back to looking for these anomalies? I guess. That sounds like a best course of action right now, mm-hmm. given everything that's happened. Mm. He needs time to recover. Whatever... We can get Rook another day when we're not worried about the whole city imploding on itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Cross will say, yeah, um, speaking of, uh, Nightwolf contacted me like a day ago about trying to get an appointment for some kind of anomaly situation. Like, We were hoping you had some tech that might be able to sense... Uh time anomalies not here but i have some at the silver shield how long would it take to get that i mean i can do that in like i don't know two hours four hours something like that most of it's drive time can you uh get that for us and drop it off at this address and he'll 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 take a couple moments to think to make up his mind and then he'll say all right but Two rules. No, three rules. One, don't go fucking with time. Two, I want these back. And three, uh, Nightwolf telling me he owes me a favor for this. Sure. Okay. And sure enough, in a couple hours, he delivers it. Um, Do we want to, like, change back into our civilian clothes to drop Luke off? Yeah, Hemocrit's gonna change before they leave the hostel because she's like, no, I'm not ready well, for that. I'm not ready for that I don't, I don't that think we have our civvies with us right now, but... Oh, yeah. If you go back yeah. to the park, you can collect yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or actually, no, I think I think you would have left them at uh, Whisper's house. So if you go back to Whisper's house, you can collect them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's gonna 
want to change before she uh, goes back home. She's not ready for that conversation yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Whisper will change into his regular clothes, too. His cane that he doesn't necessarily need, but it's it does take a lot of the pressure off mm-hmm. of his uh, limbs. Cane helps. Yeah. So I guess my question is, after collecting your civilian clothes, are you going straight to Ellie's house? Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. You arrive at Ellie's house uh, with Luke. Uh, Luke is starting to to become conscious again at this point. Um, what do you do? You're not in the house yet. You're outside of it. Yeah. Uh, you do notice that your mom and dad are home at this point. Listen, she's going to she's gonna have to bullshit them anyway, either way. Like, okay. oh, why is your brother out of work for a week? Why is he on bed rest? What's going on? She's gonna stop and just kind of like uh, set set Luke down on a on a bench mm-hmm. as he like get wakes up. Yeah, and he, he's holding himself up barely, but he is. What happened? I remember. I remember we went to the park. We we had a good talk at the statue. We played we played some frisbee, and then we went. I went home. I had I had an emergency call from work, and then everything else. I don't remember anything else. Brooke has been taking control of you. What? No, you, that doesn't. No, no, you no, don't. That, that can't be right. I had to knock you out at the park. What? Because you attacked me as Helix. What? He just seems very confused and overwhelmed by this new information like his i can we can we can get into it later Mm -hmm. right now we need to get home we took you to the hospital you'll be fine but you're gonna you're gonna be out of it for like a week yeah i can i can feel that um can i lean on you yeah all right he'll he'll like pull himself completely up using you none of his own power it's all him leaning on you uh and then he's gonna like heavily like shift almost all of his weight onto you to keep up oh yeah she just wraps his her uh arm around his waist and just kind of hoists him a little bit mm-hmm. makes it a little easier mm-hmm. as as we walk whisper says so i've never had to lie to a parent before what is the plan we say something happened uh Luke had to go to work. Then uh, I found him on my way to the park. We took him to the hospital. We got him fixed. Now we're heading back in. I fell out of a tree. You fell out of a tree. It was and a I really ta- tall tree. And I, I was trying to, to save a cat. And I was, and I had to take him to the hospital, and it sucked. You know, it's moments like these that make me not really regret the fact that I was an assassin orphan. I'm. I'm what the fuck? I hate man. <laughs> Wait, you were a what? Uh, taken out of the orphanage by a group of assassins trained to kill. It's a whole thing. Yeah, sounds like it. All right. Oh, this... Ellie, your friends are weird. It's not cool. too different from the plot of Kung Fu, actually. Please stop talking. <laughs> and yes, they are weird, especially that one. All right, well... It's okay, he's stuck with us now. Okay. And then, yeah, you get to the door and you open the door and... Mom and dad aren't right there, obviously, but as you walk in, they're like, oh my god, what what, what happened? And then Luke immediately, before Hemocrit or Ellie say anything, Luke's like, 
I fell out of a tree. Yeah, I... Yeah, I took him to the hospital. He's fine, but, uh, yeah, he's gonna be out of it for, like, a week. Yeah, they we said got a doctor's rest. note. Yeah, mm-hmm. um... Yeah. I just need to, uh, rest off the aches and pains, maybe take some Tylenol. Uh, maybe I can break into the bootleg Vicodin. Um... I think, um... Whisper holds his hand out to, um... Ellie's dad mm-hmm. says, uh, hi, my name's, uh, Tony O'Brien. I, I go to, uh, Halcyon U. I'm, uh, Ellie's student coordinator, kind of mm-hmm. helping her figure out if Halcyon's what she wants to be. We were actually talking at the park when we saw Link fall. Okay. For, for a second, I was wondering what my daughter was doing with a college age, uh. Dad, it's not like that. Um, you're Robert Travis, right? It was about seven years ago. Uh, there was a whole bank robbery thing, right? Yeah. I just remember that in the paper. I was I, I used to live in that neighborhood, so it was kind of a big deal when it happened. Yeah, yeah. It, it um put me in the wheelchair. Yeah. Well, um, I guess it's yeah. Uh, I think this is probably the first moment that Whisper seems like genuinely does not want to be here. Mm -hmm. Uh, With Hemocrit just kind of, Ellie looks over and just like, hey, Tony, can you help me? I'm having a, can you help me get Luke up the stairs? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sure shot is super sus. She's like, what? Um, Yeah, we get up there and I, I pull another one of those like knockout capsules uh-huh. from my pocket. Like, this is basically aerosolized Valium if you're really needing to sleep. Yeah, please do. No problem. <sighs> and he just passes out. What the fuck was that How, downstairs? Hemocritch uh, uh, is just gonna, before the, we get into any of that, she's gonna be like, okay, we're okay, we're gonna break this down. Uh, sure shot. Uh, uh, do me a favor. Uh, just grab some blankets from the from the linen closet. It's down the hall. Okay. Whisper, help me get get uh, Luke into his room on his bed. I assumed. We I assumed you were already. Yeah, I Just help me. Just help me straighten this out. Yeah. Because like we tripped over a chair in the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. How <laughs> um, how is your dad doing with everything? I mean, better than that. Some of the doctors were telling us at first. Dad, dad, like he's slow, and sometimes he still needs to be in the wheelchair, but he can walk. He can't. He can't run though. And but, the um, workman comps payments still going. Yeah. It anything related to the to like anything any complications with the injury any further doctors visits like that were covered good that's uh that's good then like hemocrit is she's pick she's picking up that this is probably the moment where hemocrit realizes that workman's comp should have ended like three years ago (laughs) like 
Yeah. And this is the point where the GM remind you you can roll pierce the mask against your fellow teammates. Um, she's gonna do that mm-hmm. while SureShot is still fumbling around. Because mm-hmm. uh, like while SureShot like... is at the door listening. Yeah. 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 SureShot thought that the whole thing that downstairs was super sus. Yeah. I tried talking uh, earlier, a... but it didn't work. Uh, so nine. All right. So I believe NPCs and PCs for that function mm-hmm. identically. If yeah. I'm correct. I am correct. Um, so yeah, you, for the purposes of this, you, 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 there's way too much information that Whisper knows about the accident. That I, I think the, the first thing you realize is that he should not his name, have asked that question about. His name was never in the, was like a, yeah, it's just like, there's too many red flags. The I think the workman's comp question is probably the first one where, yeah. A, it's the first time you've ever thought about the fact that it probably shouldn't still be going, and B, why would Whisper ask that? Yeah, so... Um, but also, I with a nine, mm-hmm. I, I can tell you right out, Whisper looks guilty. So... Like, he, he looks like being here is very upsetting for him. Uh, Hemacrit just kind of grabs his wrist and just she tugs him over to the fire escape so they step out she just kind of closes the window this is the point where sure shot can no longer overhear the conversation whisper you don't have to tell me you know a little too much about that yeah yeah i do i we've talked i know you know that i used to be a villain Mm -hmm. uh thief you've mentioned I, I used to be the red ronin you guys are so they're sitting they are sitting very close to each other so he feels her tense up yeah. yeah i'm the reason we took third instead of broad i she just kind of like reaches over and just like Nerve shocks me. No, she just kind (laughs) of turns his face so they're looking at each other. I thought you died in Germany. I I hated myself because I because I was happy you were dead. Then I then I hated myself for that because I was happy you were hurt. I I never liked hurting people. I didn't like some of my allies I was hurt in Germany and Nightwolf fed the lie that Red Ronin died to give me a second chance to make up for some stuff I looked the other way a lot of times when my partners would hurt people and I've hurt people I've killed people not never people who didn't have it coming but the bombardier threw a grenade just into a crowd just to try and get nightwolf off our backs and i couldn't i've had it set up for a while that a lot of the money that i've made over the years with my various jobs have been paying for your dad's surgeries because that was my fault he was just some guy he wasn't 
a cop shooting at me or a superhero trying to punch me in the face. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. She just kind of reaches up and just kind of holding his face, just kind of stroking his cheeks with her thumbs. You didn't have to do that. I think he pulls away at this moment to wipe at his uh, uh, left eye because his right eye can't. Yeah. He doesn't have tear ducts left. Uh, but he wipes his face and goes, we have work to do. He opens the window back up and climbs back in. She just kind of grabs him as he goes in. For what it's worth. Do they? For what it's worth. I forgive you, but I'm not going to forget. I'm going to hold you to being better. You're not allowed to slip or else I will stop you. I know I fucking heard that. So here's my question. <laughs> Did your shot like open the door and like watch from the room and like press your ear to the window? I didn't press my ear to the window, but I was in the room because I'm like, I yeah. don't tr- trust Whisper 100%. So I'm just like, the fuck is happening? Yeah. So you have this like really emotional gut wrench moment and then you turn and see uh sure shot standing there this is open the window and step into the room so are your arrows ready <laughs> <laughs> there are tears on like both their faces yeah the fuck just happened this is an ambient conversation we can cover it later okay She's clearly not happy about that, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's just like... I guess I'll just are, see my way out to... then. Here's a question. Listen, I'll tell you... Sure shot. <laughs> no, um, Tatiana, I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. I, I just need some time to process. Here's a GM question. Does that count as hemocrit comforting whisper? Um, if... If the last part didn't come off as threatening to whisper, yes. It didn't sound like a threat to me. No. Yeah, then yeah, that it's counts just... as comfort of sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roll to see if you can clear my last condition. Well, that was a 12 right on yeah, the dice. Yeah, you clear so... the last condition. Yeah. I still have a condition. Mm-hmm. I'm still then insecure. Then Tatiana, then uh, Hemocrite just goes up to Tatiana and just like bear hugs her after she says that. I give her a hug back, obviously. Yeah, because we're still friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. just I've, like uh, I, I think as we are heading back to um, get changed, get whatever equipment we need, Whisper will kind of like hang back a little bit as we're walking with Tatiana and say, uh, "I'm sorry, I got real bossy earlier. I um, was real mad at myself over that rookie move, letting." Luke get a hit in as I was getting his mask. It's okay. You're part of the team, but you're not the leader. Just remember that. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, it's pretty obvious that you're the leader. I don't know about all that, but I do know that. Excuse. Hemocris, not the leader. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tatiana's like, I don't know about that, but you're not the leader. Because she's still hung up on Champion having been the leader mm-hmm. of yeah. the group. I, I think there's a, a moment of silence and then Whisper says, um, I've been having a particularly vulnerable day, so I don't mind 
saying this. When I was recovering, uh, I I told you before that I I used to be a villain, and I stopped being a villain because I got injured severely mm-hmm. by one of my allies. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was going to be coming back to Halcyon City when I was recovered, but I wasn't sure if I could be a hero. Being a superhero and not having powers and not hurting people is hard. Especially with the kind of training that I have. Mm -hmm. But you were honestly a bit of a inspiration. How so? Because you don't have any powers and you use a paleolithic weapon designed to kill and you manage to do this without hurting people. Pretty impressive. Thanks. That's cool. I think that counts as comfort and support. Please roll. What do I roll? Uh, Mundane, I think? Yeah, it's mundane. mundane. Okay, I have a plus zero to mundane. Please roll well. You only gotta get a I got a seven. That's a hit. I can clear my condition. Uh, Also, because I shared vulnerability with SureShot, she now has influence over me. Mm -hmm. Mm. Nice. Because that is part of how the uh, Reformed works. Mm -hmm. I do... I I don't think we're doing... I I don't know about anybody else, but I think we're just going to, like, go straight back to the park and try and find more anomalies. Mm -hmm. But, um... I had in my head of what SureShot's arrows looked like for this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm just imagining SureShot fires these arrows, you know, a good hundred yards in different directions, in like three different directions to create a triangulation, Mm -hmm. and they hit, and as they do, they send out frequencies to each other, so in those in this triangle of space we're just seeing like different like we're it's shifting things like radio waves into the visible spectrum Mm -hmm. and stuff like that kind of like in no way home yeah yeah where like at the very end where it starts to things start separating and stuff looks like it's going to come through yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and we're i i think it you know i I don't know about hemocrit but i know whispers watching this and being like she could kill all of us. She yeah. could make something to kill all of us. Hemocrit's having a moment. Terrifying. Hemocrit's <laughs> having a moment of. My friends could probably kill me. <laughs> she's mm. having a moment of. She's a B student. That's that's where it she's ends. She's a B student. Yep. Yeah, that is exactly Ellie's thought process. <laughs> uh, Whispers is over here, like, God damn, she could murder us all. Yeah. Hemocrit's like. She could murder she... me with an invention using a paleolithic weapon and she has a and her grades are horrible in comparison to mine. She's like, why the fuck is this happening? She's like, why she's just like, I am friends I'm, with this. I'm really imagining Whisper being like, she could make a tiny robot to crawl into my ear while I'm sleeping and just like turn my brain into a blender. This I, is terrifying. I just and Hemocrit's over there going, she's a B student. What the fuck? I could hear 
her saying i feel like i could he's just internalizing everything and he is just like hands clenched just a peace student <laughs> whisper what was that nothing <laughs> and, and like, Hemaker is like audibly cl- grinding her teeth. And uh, while while all this mess is going on, um, as as the time triangulation circle or triangle thing is formed, um, that thing happens again. Where within specifically within the triangle of the um, where the frequencies are getting weird from the arrows. And uh, you see within that area, the world goes gray. And you see uh, three people flicker in for a second. Uh, You see what looks to be a younger version of Hemocrit. And then you see older version of Hemocrit. Uh, Enough where, like, she would be working. Um, oh yeah, she's like really, t- it's like 20. Yeah. And you, you briefly see a, you see a whisper that's wearing a suit made of like metal and like a mask that fully encapsulates his head. And then in between the two of them, you see a guy wearing what looks like a, uh, a priest's like costume. With these wings made of gold and light that are flared out behind him. And you hear the older version of Hemocrit just go, what the fuck? And then the anomaly ripples shut. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. Accurate. Uh, Why why are you you wearing a metal suit? I don't know. (laughs) And... Fuck are these guys? Yeah, who 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 the Wait. fuck are those guys? I don't know. Uh, think we should try a different area. They've already come through, right? No, they, no, 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 they know no, no, it flickered no. shut. They, no, so they they were standing. It's like we we're looking through a window. Yeah, and the window shut. They, oh. they were standing on one side of the door. The door opened. They saw it. Then the door shut. Oh wow! Yeah, so they they didn't come through. No, but... then you just they just see they little they just see little baby children. Yeah. Why the fuck uh, is there a high school me there? Um Yeah. So do we do we just try a different area? I guess. I mean I don't have any other ideas. Mm-hmm. I mean we can just keep doing different quadrants. Mm-hmm. And I imagine there's a map, you know, like Yeah, we'll have like a city phone. map and we'll start marking stuff off oh, i just thought it would be on the phone yeah probably yeah probably yeah. no so, he I mean, still brought, like a whole yeah. map because she likes to do things on paper like this mm-hmm. she's she a just tactile puts learner the... yeah she just marks a triangle in like this area of the park and just like adult adult selves mm-hmm. <laughs> just like question marks so just an, in a separate notepad mm-hmm. adult cell quadrant one adult cells question mark and then like actual Mm-hmm. Uh, cool Except there wasn't a me yeah. in there. Exactly. Like who was who was the guy on the golden wings? I cannot imagine a version of myself that would pal around with a priest. I don't, dude. I'm Jewish. I don't know any priests. I mean, the guy looks like a knight. 
<laughs> and with that, <laughs> with that killer one-liner, we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait until Eli recovers, and then we're gonna we're gonna roll pluggables. Just go. Yeah, roll pluggables. Uh, well, if you want to hear, well, if you want to hear me kill my friends, continue following us at weplayrpgs.com. And then uh, I have a Twitter page, only underscore E. I don't use it a lot for personal stuff, but I definitely share things I care about. So if you want to see what I'm screaming about now, go ahead. I'm Ashley. You can find me on uh, Instagram and TikTok under <laughs> Am Cosplay Clean, making um, cosplays um, and drawing mostly on both of those and just being silly. Sorry, I'm I'm still mentally processing. Um same same thing as last episode, which I will repeat. Uh, once there is a video streaming platform that doesn't, you know, fraudulently flag things, uh, I will be doing Let's Plays on that platform at Arasil Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E. I have been the living corpse of Eli Royal, technically the... CEO of We Play RPGs, though our corporate structure is a straight line. Uh, and you can support our, uh, I don't know, capitalist takeover of the United States at WePlayRPGs.com. And you can see me shambling around uh, the swamps of Louisiana and also on Etsy at Grumpy Badger Dice. Uh, get the fuck out of here. Bye. Bye. God, that Jewish one. I don't know why that hurt me. That just hit me so hard. I don't know why.